welcome back to this week's episode of Be Bolder. This week, I am going at it alone because if you haven't picked up from the last few episodes of this season, uh, we've sort of been talking a lot about, hey, putting your mental health, physical health, spiritual health, and financial health first when you are thinking about running your business lines or running your businesses. And particularly in the last couple of episodes, you know, we've had to make some distinctions between, hey, when you bring in some other dollars or you bring in some other parties, maybe that is going to drive how you have to think about wellness and some sacrifices that you may need to make there. It's a trade-off, right? So if upfront you are able to control your own destiny and make decisions about how you want to structure the culture of the business. When other folks are coming in, particularly those in venture capital, uh, saying, hey, here's the growth metrics that you need to hit and here's how you need to do it. Sometimes uh, we get to a place where maybe those things are juxtaposed or not necessarily aligned with one another. So this week, I kind of wanted to talk about How do we consistently think about and apply putting our physical, financial, mental, and spiritual health first in our cultures so that if we do decide that we're going to bring some other teammates on, other dollars in, we are able to do that and still maintain the things that are really important to us. So it's no secret that um, us here at the Be Boulder team are highly passionate and um, very, very focused on ways that we can help encourage cultures to think about taking care of humans first. Um, You know, if you've missed it in prior episodes or if you're like, hey, uh, dollars trump everything and and you've got to run at the almighty dollar, I will tell you that when we build a solid foundation of people first and taking care of people first and foremost in our organizations, on our teams, etc., Over time, those teams that are better taken care of outperform their peers and the marketplace uh, roughly by 22%. And so if we look at the S&P 500, for example, and those um, companies in there that have wellness programs that focus first and foremost on the employee so that they can provide the best customer service, which then drives investor returns, those very typically year over year outperform market by 22%. And so maybe you say to me, okay, well, maybe there's some other things driving that or there are certain types of industry. But if you look at the data, the data will tell you very clearly that it's industry agnostic uh, for the most part. And what is the common thread is that all of these folks put their people first. And so if you are thinking about developing teams developing business lines, developing a startup, whatever the case is going to be. If that is the thing that is important to you, you have to think about the culture of the organization that you want to build. And if your end goal is ultimately to drive towards a big strategic acquisition or you know, incredible growth within your organization or IPO, if you build a solid foundation of thinking about how to best take care of people in the four buckets that we harp on every week, (laughs) Uh, you are going to be substantially more likely to get there. And so what does that look like? That looks like ingraining this from the top down, 
and having programs that work from the bottom up to take into account all of the facets that we are thinking about and talking about. So what does that really mean? <laughs> it means that, yes, you are going to work incredibly hard when you're working, right? Every single person on the team should be able to stack hands and say, when we're on it, we're on it, right? When we are in it, we are in it. But they should also recognize that there has to be times where we are not in our email, where we are not on the phone, we are not in our Slack, and we are not constantly accessible. The brain needs time to settle. And if we don't give the brain time to settle, and there's plenty of studies around this too, we don't give the brain the time to settle. What ultimately ends up unfolding is that people get exhausted. You've seen the term burnout a thousand times, and you will see that. And ultimately, what it results in is teams that are underperforming or underpunching, if you want to use the analogy, underpunching their weight class. So you could have that, the best of the best. And if they are not focused on taking care of themselves and making sure that, for example, they are getting, when we think about physical health and mental health, those things are highly intertwined. Right. So we think about folks who have been on the road for months at a time, weeks at a time, and have not seen their tribe, their people, their partner, their kids, whatever. Those people are going to start to burn out faster because the people that they care about the most, they have not gotten time with them. And they need that to re-energize themselves. And it starts to be a mental drag on themselves. When people are on the road or they are in the offices all hours of the day and night. It is really, really hard for them to eat right, for them to exercise, for them to get out and uh, you know walk in the sunlight, for them to have some level of movement. Movement is medicine. Uh, if you look at the folks who very typically outlive their peers, one of the things that they do is have movement every day. We have desk jobs that have made us very sedentary in our lives. We need to get up and we need to encourage movement. And so even if that's Hey, telling people over your lunch, we have a walking club over, you know, we expect you to get up a few times a day. We expect you to walk to the other end of the office and go have a meeting or whatever the case is going to be. But movement is in fact medicine. And if people aren't able to eat right and move and take care of themselves and most importantly, sleep and sleep in a place that's actually comfortable to them, they are not going to be performing at their best period. Right? So we've got Mental and physical, spiritual, people get a little weird and iffy with me on this one, but spiritual isn't necessarily um, believing in God or Allah or universe. It is any of those things that you ascribe to, but you have to have time to spend time in that space and think about and, 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 and pray or meditate or just do some deep breathing, whatever that's going to be every single day. One of the most impactful quotes that I read uh, about five years ago was actually from Tony Robbins, which feels a little cheesetastic to say out loud, but here we are. One of the most impactful quotes that I heard from him was that, you know, you need to take some time every morning to do some push-ups and do some get some movement going through your body, but you need to take at least 10 minutes and meditate and get your day set out and your mind right. And, and you sit there and you think, I'm so busy. I don't know if I can do that. I, I don't know if I have 10 minutes. You know, there's a million demands on my time. And as he ended the chapter, he said, if you can't find 10 minutes in your day to set your day right, you have much bigger 
problems than you even begin to realize. And so that's the kind of thing I'm talking about. It's it's the spiritual nature, the it's beyond mental health. It's the entire well-being of saying, where are we going? What do I need to be grateful for? What do I need to be cautious of? All of those things and march forward with your day. And lastly, it's financial health. You know, whether you're in a large organization, if you're running a business line, or you're running your own company, you have to have your company be financially healthy. But more importantly, you need to be financially healthy. And that starts from the top. You know, so often do I see my startup friends go all in and they bet the farm and the house and, you know, they don't have cars and they don't have safety nets. And I think that's beautiful in a lot of respects because they believe in what they're doing so fundamentally that they've gone all in. But what oftentimes happens is we go all in because we believe in what we're doing each and every day and the market doesn't catch up to our belief right away sometimes. And so what the end result ends up being is people start to uh, you know, wonder and panic about how they're going to pay their teams, how they're going to pay their vendors, and most importantly, how they're going to pay themselves and pay their mortgage. And so when we're detracting energy off in our financial headspace uh, to think about how we're paying our mortgage, how we're paying our bills, how we're paying our electric bill, and we're not thinking about how we're growing our business, our business line, whatever the case is going to be, we are not able to produce at our best. So when we are not mentally thinking at our best and highest, when our physical self is not functioning at its best and highest, when our spiritual health is either non-existent or not functioning at its best and highest, and when our financial health is not functioning at its best and highest, we cannot possibly be producing and running at the goal the way that we want to and building that foundation. So we have to institute systems. We have to institute culture right from the get-go of making those things important and not just important for the CEO and the CTO and the CRO. Those things have to be important for every single team member on the team. So, you know, to think about when they were trying to send a man to the moon, you know, every single person knew that one of the most important things and their mission was to put a man on the moon. You could ask the janitor, you could ask the CEO, you could ask any engineer. That was their goal. And so one of the goals of your organization has to be to produce the most healthy humans driving a goal X, Y, Z that you possibly can. Because if that's not part of your goal, you may get there, but the likelihood of you burning out or your team members burning out or you having super high functioning human beings running around you, but not functioning at their best is going to end up in failure. So if you... <laughs> Listen to uh, any portions of season three, which I encourage you to go back and listen to. We talked about consistency, accountability, dedication. Those are the things we need to have in implementing these systems. Because if we do not have those things, it is going to be really hard when we're all running at a thousand miles an hour, whether it's in our law practice or it's in our business or it's in our startup or it's in our venture firm or whatever the case is going to be. If we are not implementing those consistently and having systems of accountability and having dedication to that as a mission, we are not going to be successful. And so I think it's incredibly important for wherever we are in our organization, wherever our leadership role is, wherever our involvement is, to make this a thing that's important. And if you are not in a position of leadership within your organization, one thing that you could think about is how do you talk to 
your teammates and your superiors and your higher ups about making this a priority and why it's so important to you. Because you cannot achieve your goals. You cannot be the best you if you're not here to be able to do it. And there is no sense in burning out someone who is incredibly talented and incredibly driven and has all of the potential in the world because we didn't put the systems in place. And so over the next couple of weeks, we're going to start to see the other side of the equation where we've got folks that are going to be coming along who are investors, who are um, have been in startups multiple times and have seen the good, the bad, and the ugly, and who can very clearly comment on the importance of keeping ourselves active, both physically and mentally, so that we don't lose our edge. So a little bit of a pep talk here, but I do think it's incredibly important for us each and every day to make sure we're taking care of ourselves. It is not selfish to take care of us. Stop thinking about it in the sense of American culture where we're supposed to go all in on the team. You have to go all in on you. And if you can't go all in on you, you can't go all in on your team. And if you're the leader of an organization and you're not setting the example and you're not setting the tone and setting the pace, about how people should be thinking about work every day and also taking care of themselves, that one is on you. So choose wisely. And as always, don't forget, don't just be bold, be bolder.